Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of Tom Hanks movies Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank It's me starting this week, Al, and firstly I must apologise for I have told you off uh, many weeks uh, before about uh, starting off the podcast with an immediate reference to previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, and that is exactly what I'm about to do. Uh, so, of course, in last week's episode, uh-huh. uh, to give context to anyone who didn't listen to it. Sorry. Um, sorry? Oh, I didn't listen. Oh, you didn't listen. Yes. So, um, no, you're not. the. I, I am one of the people who didn't listen. Yes, to you're, you're not the, the narcissist that I am who no, listens no, no, no. to our podcast every week. Um, I download it. That's the important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, you just go for the numbers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for anyone who didn't listen last week, you opened our last episode uh, by uh, announcing that you've acquired some representation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, as we have gone viral. Uh-huh. Um, you and your agent, Lindsay, yeah. uh, proposed some uh, requests. Uh-huh. Uh, and so uh, I thought it only appropriate that I start this week's episode by responding. So, dear Alexander Gillespie, mm-hmm. also known as ADC Gillespie, yeah. Alexander Cohen Pomeroy Gillespie, Big Man Al, or the less funny one, What Does That Tom Hanks podcast? Cool. <laughs> last, last week, you and your agent, Lindsay, opened negotiations by making three requests. Yes. You requested a cup of tea at the beginning of every podcast. Mm-hmm. You requested that I develop a new laugh, and you requested that every time you make a statement or express an opinion, I respond with, that's a swell opinion, Al. Um, now, I do enjoy that you are laughing at all the jokes you made last week. Um, and therefore, I have sought out my own representation. Sure. Uh, I am being represented by Johnny Cochran. Uh, yes, that is indeed the lawyer that got OJ Simpson off. Uh, now, you may be questioning this, as Johnny did in fact die in 2005. However, I have hired actor Courtney Vance, who played Johnny Cochran in the 2016 television series American Crime Story, The People vs. OJ Simpson, and I promise his performance is downright uncanny. Mm-hmm. However, Courtney has stressed that although he is happy to take the paycheck, he in fact does not have any actual legal knowledge (laughs) now i will respond to each one of your requests uh in turn a cup of tea at the beginning of each podcast absolutely not this must be stricken from all future negotiations we have recorded 38 of the previous 40 episodes at your household and not once have you made me a cup of tea now the fact that i do not ever drink tea shall not play into this negotiation So, cup of tea, no. Okay. And you laugh. Absolutely, I am fully willing to accommodate this request. Uh-huh. And I come with three options Brilliant. for you. Let me just close my eyes so I can Okay, the yes. Uh, the first option. <laughs> the second option. Ho, ho. Oh, uh, I thought I'd do a seasonal one as this episode will be coming out a week before Christmas. Uh, and the third one is, is a bit of a variation on the theme that I'd mix it up, you know. All, all good directors will give you, you know, a silly take, an option to try something new. Oh, yes. Good. That's rather funny. <laughs> so, those are, those are the three options uh, yeah. for you for, for the laughter. Obviously, please wait until I have laid sure. out all, uh, all of uh, the negotiations between, and, sure. then, and then you can respond. Um, now... You asked uh, for every time you express an opinion for me to respond. That's a swell opinion. Yes. Uh, now, 
I cannot give you a, a that's a swell opinion, pal. Uh, pal or <laughs> okay, Al. Okay. Um, um, however, what I can give you, uh, and this has been vetted very closely by my team of lawyers, uh-huh. I recognise that an opinion has been stated and that it is your constitutional right to express that opinion. Uh, in terms of what uh, the requests from the uh, Loxton Cochrane team yeah, uh, yeah, are yeah, making, yeah. Uh, our demands are twofold. Mm-hmm. However, you may choose between them. Yeah. So either you are not allowed to move to Canada <laughs> or you have to make me your best man. That's right. I'm bringing back another old bit, Al. Hashtag Jamie for Al's best man. Four is in the number, not the word. Yes, this is all part of the hashtag. That is all of my requests and negotiations laid out. So, so two things, uh, well, three things. Uh, sorry, before you respond, I yeah. actually do have an apology letter. Yes. Um, dear Alexander, uh, I do apologise for opening my previous letter by calling you uh, the less funny one, what does that Tom Hanks <laughs> podcast? Uh, this is not because I think it is untrue, but simply <laughs> that it was unnecessarily mean for me to point it out. <laughs> Yours sincerely, Jamie. That may be the shortest time between uh, offensive thing and apology letter ever. So uh, yes. congratulations, you've set a world record. Uh, so, so three things. I like laugh number one. So that was... <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's not gonna be annoying for the rest of this uh, episode. Uh, two, and this will become clearer why in a second. Uh, alongside my agent Lindsay, I have recently uh, got a new lawyer uh, for reasons which will make, become clear in uh, thing three. Uh, it is Marcia Clark. <laughs> Uh, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Marcia Clark was uh, the prosecuting lawyer on the O.J. Simpson trial. Um, given historical of what happened in the O.J. Simpson trial, I think you've chosen poorly, Al. Look, uh, beggars can't be choosers because, <laughs> as it turns out, uh, Jamie, I'm not sure if you know this, I've been running a criminal syndicate through the podcast. Ah, okay, good. Where I'm trying to persuade people to steal people's phones, download episodes of yes, the podcast. Yes, yes, you have. And then, uh, I guess, give it back. Uh, give it back. Um, but apparently that's a crime. So I'm fleeing to Canada now rather than just emigrating to Canada. Uh, okay. This is me fleeing. Um, I'll see it will be representing me okay. in all future legal um, cases. Again, given uh, the history of the OJ Simpson case, I think we need to switch lawyers if you're the criminal. <laughs> uh, yes. So, As, uh, what do we do here, Jamie? Sorry. What are you going to say? Wait, sorry. Whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Al, we've, 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 we've gone so long yeah. and I haven't yet said hello. And welcome to Hanks Hank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Logson, and with me, as always, is my criminal co-host, Al. Say hello, Al. Oi, oi, gov. <laughs> Look, you cannot continue your attack on the Cockney people where you where you consistently claim that they're criminals. <laughs> Which I don't believe, apparently. <laughs> apparently, it's I'm your so, running theme. Yeah, I apologize. But I'm one of the... Jamie, I am also... Not that the Cockneys are criminals, but I am. You are a criminal, so if the, cri- if the Cockneys were criminals, you would be able to relate to them. Of course, of course. Uh, I moved to the big sea. I, uh, I became a Cockney, and now um, I... Now I apologise for interrupting you. I believe you were going to ask me uh, how I was. Yeah. I've oh, bad. Big... Bad, Al. Real bad. Yeah. Um, so um, I've, I've experienced a level of betrayal uh-huh. uh, today, uh, yeah. not before known to man. Okay. Have you ever had... Something that you thought you trusted truly betray you. Um. Y- y- well, yes. Okay. Good. So you you may understand uh, this yes. this story that I'm about to tell you. Dexit. 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 Sorry. 
Dexit? Yeah. Oh, the the Pokemon, the yeah, Pokemon no, I, thing. I know a couple of weeks ago I suggested people who cared about Dexit were whiny crybabies, and I still believe that, but you know what? A betrayal like <laughs> no others! You are also, you're just joining them as a whiny crybaby. Yeah, damn you, um, Japan! So yes, I must give my, uh, my story of betrayal. Um, now, Alexander, uh, you and I uh, both are regular attendants of a um, local establishment. Uh, we we support local businesses. Oh, of course, of course. Um, like that one advert on TV. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so we regularly attend uh, a, a finest dining establishment yeah. uh, by the name of Norley's. Big um, up Norley's. Big, big up Norley's. Um, now, of course, Norley's is a rip-off of a South London chicken chain called Morley's. Are we getting them in legal trouble by admitting to their existence? Who knows? Um, who knows? <laughs> Maybe we'll all need Marsha Clark and, and Courtney Barnes playing OJ Simpson. Um, I might be getting them in more legal trouble in a minute. So, um, I, I have spoken of uh, my love of uh, Norley's beforehand on this podcast because they do uh, what we call the objectively too much chicken deal. It's true, it's true. And what's great about the objectively too much chicken deal is that it is objectively too, too much, much chicken. chicken. Of course. Now, last night, while watching Band of Brothers, uh, I... Well, before watching Band of Brothers, I went to Norley's yeah. and I acquired my dinner uh, and I returned to, to eat it. Uh-huh. And, and at 5am this morning, I was awoken. <laughs> and I was betrayed, Alexander. <laughs> I was deeply, deeply betrayed. I will not say any more details than that, but I'm sure we can oh. all imagine what has happened. I have finally eaten... Objectively, too much chicken, Al. No. I had a miserable, miserable morning. That is why you may see me uh, yeah. drinking a can of Coca-Cola. Uh, I did not sleep very well. I needed some sugar. Um, not going to lie, looking back now, I maybe have suffered a similar fate from Norley. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, I, I very much feel like uh, I, I have become Icarus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I flew too close to the fried chicken sun, uh, and I have reaped the, my just rewards. Yeah. That said, uh, and you know, obviously, probably the wrong time to bring this up. I do want to do the objectively too much chicken thing before we, I leave. So at some point, oh, I don't know if I can. Al. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, that's I'm... fine. I'll replace you with Miles. Yes, that's absolutely fine. How are you, Al? Uh, uh, look. Look, not to uh, do what I do in every single episode, but let's take the show. Uh, tomorrow's Black Friday, and I work oh, in e-commerce. So let me tell you what, it's going interestingly. I don't think I've ever mentioned the name of my company. I'm not going to mention the name of my company, but I will say today that one of the... on one I, of, I especially think you shouldn't name uh, the uh, mention the name of your company, because I do believe in your leaving email to that company, you told them to listen to this podcast. Oh, I, oh, oh good point, good point. So you definitely... coming out around right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to mention it. Uh, and this actually has nothing to do with the... My company's great. Love it. That, not not anything to do with that at all. I was you're, you're, not, was, you're not fleeing the country to uh, escape them or today, anything. Today, uh, we, we normally send emails out to people, and yeah. uh, none of the emails got sent the day before Black Friday. Uh, nothing to do with our company, more to do with another company, but that meant today was stressful for a lot of people. I'm sure. Uh, so you know what? That's uh, that's business talk with criminal overlord. Oh, I gov. Yeah. <laughs> so. Capitalism. Let's Let's... Let's do something much less stressful, Al. Yeah. Let's talk about the war. Oh. This week, we're reviewing Band of Brothers. Now, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we promised 
that we were going back to early days of Hank's Bank. That's right, we're reviewing something that Tom Hanks is barely even fucking in. This, if anyone who's been listening since the early days, we've done this a lot. We've done this with uh, things like Taxi. We've done this with things like Happy Days. We've done this with things like Radio Flyer, where <laughs> in the early days of Tom yeah, Hanks' yeah. career, you know, you, you have to do what you do. You're not always starring in, in everything. But we are the show that chronologically reviews Tom Hanks' entire MDB, which means we have to review it. Uh, and we'll get into it, but this might be the most egregious example of that yet. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we're reviewing um, mm. Band of Brothers this week. Uh, for any new listeners, of course, we are the show that chronologically reviews Tom Hanks' entire MDB. Um, but there's more than that. Yeah. There's oh, aliens. Yeah. We need to stretch this out. Yeah, yeah. There's I definitely don't... more than that. Uh, 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 feel free. If you want to stretch it out, go ahead. I've got lots of all bits. Right, all, <laughs> right, all right, all right. No, no, you got you No, got no, bits. I've got, Jamie, I've got, I've Jamie. got I had bits at the beginning. We're I may have some more here. bits coming we've back. Both got Look, some we both got bits, all right? Everybody's yeah, got we both bits, Jamie. Except gonna... people who don't, and that's okay, too. Yeah. If you don't got bits, you don't got bits. We established we're going back to early day hands We've got apology letters. We've got long overarching bits. We've got stretching out content because we don't really want to talk about the project that much. We've got it all, baby. So I've done my bits. Yeah. You do your bits. What the all hell right. is this show about, Al? Uh, well, okay, right. Aliens. The year was 2017. That's right, 2017. Jay- 2017? I'm fairly sure it was 2017. Apologies. Feel I was, free to tell me what happened I, in 2017 all right, as well. All right, the year was 2017, of course. All right. Donald Trump was elected the year before, of course, uh, so was Brexit. Brexit was elected. We are all sad. It's 2017 and, uh, you know, Tom Hanks existed. God, no, really important. Uh, he's possessed by the ghost no, he is. of Warren G. Harden. Okay. Uh, that's all we got to know about that. Don't worry, it doesn't come up any other time other than <laughs> Halloween. But it's important you remember the fact that Tom Hanks, uh, maybe our greatest actor, possessed by the ghost of the maybe worst president. Who knows, Warren G. Harden won a second chance. I won't say any more, I won't say any more. Jamie and I, as we do, we're going on a walk around central London. Now, Jamie, this is now in 2018. This is 2018. Sorry, apologies. Tom Hanks existed in 2017. That was a relevant fact. Yeah. 2018 still exists. Good on him. Good on you, honey. <laughs> Jamie and I walk around central London, as you do, two geezers going around, eh, eh, eh. Uh, now, Jamie claims, and I have no proof this is true or if this place even exists, that we were in a little place called Piccadilly Circus. Now, I never heard of Piccadilly Circus, me. Don't believe it exists. Personally, heard of Regent Street, heard of Leicester Square, Piccadilly, you know what? Exactly. We walked down Regent Street, apparently past Piccadilly Circus, who knows? And what was there, Jamie? A, a trampoline. trampoline! That's right, two geezers, a trampoline. Two geezers, one trampoline, that's what my missus says. We get on the trampoline and we start bouncing. Bounce! Bounce! And we go higher, Jamie, and we go higher! Um, yeah, and I believe people start chanting, don't they? Of course they uh, start chanting. Can chant. you remember what they start chanting? It's a while ago now, this is 2018. Yeah, yeah, I think it's perfectly... Oh, no. I know. I, th- I think it's perfectly acceptable to not remember exactly no. every single detail of this story every single time we tell it. Of course. It happened in 2018. I, I, it's a long I, I time believe ago. they refer to us as the Bouncy Boys. They refer to us as the Bouncy Boys, and I believe they started chanting. chanting. Was it just bounce, 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 bounce. and then... Buh? No, I th- yeah, uh, yeah. So we bounce... Bounce, 
But they're, they're like a fuck, like you know, like a vuvuzela. This crowd, they are going for it. <laughs> and halfway to that last boom, we're caught on a tramp to be injured. Yeah, that's why. That's why they went boom. Exactly. We didn't come back down. No, there was no drop. The bass never dropped. Jamie it was about to. Skrillex was there too. He was <laughs> a impromptu concert. But shit, Skrillex summoned the aliens. Skrillex summoned the aliens. I forgot about this detail. Of course you did. You map it. He was given a light he was given a uh, a light show yeah with his show and what, that what? and that that happened to yeah. send out in that, morse code to the aliens it's morse code to the aliens we are intelligent life and we'd like to join you please come visit us and they crammed us this is the middle of the day of course in regent street <laughs> near a place called allegedly piccadilly circus i don't know gov so anyway, we're up in the air, right? We're up in the air, right? You and me, two geezers up in the air. We're taking into this spaceship. And would you believe it? There were, of course, a bunch of fucking aliens. What I says? What you says? The aliens go, look. There was a process recently, and I'm like, fucking hell. And you're looking a bit confused. Why? Yeah, I'm looking a bit confused, because I, I can't understand them. No, but uh, I can. Latterly, we would find out that they were speaking a language called Swagheely. Exactly. Uh, which you have spoken since birth. Ah, of course. But uh, I did not understand. Swagheely and uh, Courtney rhyming slang, like I'm doing right now. Perfect rhyming slang, of course. All of us in perfect rhymes, <laughs> naturally. The aliens are like, look, recently, a little planet called Flomotron 8, all right, they uh, engaged a protocol called... Flegs it. Yeah. And uh, they bounce. That's right. There. Yeah, but Alexander, how did they engage to the protocol called Flexit? Please uh, remind me. Uh, well, uh, no, let me it's tell a, you. It's a twofold process, I uh, believe. Of course, not a geezer. First things first. Small boy, bitch boy, Trevor Tramron. Yep. <laughs> gets on a trampoline and everyone circles around him. Oh, oh okay. This is new. Okay. I no, forgot about Sorry, I forgot yeah, about this. Of course, I forgot about this. Yeah. I forgot that Trayvon... I obviously knew about Trayvon the voting Trayvon. process. Yeah, of course. I forgot that Trayvon Tramman started this voting on process by standing on a uh, Jamie, that is, of course, uh, naturally, like we are, how all intergalactic species communicate. They need to first activate the trampoline protocols yeah. before they can uh, call Flexit. Now, naturally, on Flomatron 8, like with us, of course, in the United Kingdom, for our American listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah best country in the world, England, uh, if you want to do a vote, you gotta, you got to get everyone around in a circle and everyone says... Either, either bounce, bounce, or bing. bing this yeah. is obviously only in their their referenda yeah, uh, when it is a, a, a their plebiscites. A, yeah, yeah, when it's nice a plebis- two a, a two choice yeah. vote, and well, they do have other systems for when they're voting. You know, between multiple political parties, no, etc. Well, but when well, they, they're fascists, all right, they've got two political parties. <laughs> they're very binary culture. The flexibility and they're a two party state. Everything is by twos. They got two hands, two legs, two eyes. Very like us. So they were choosing to leave. Uh, the United States of space of or not and yeah. they took this vote to say whether bounce as in to bounce out yeah. or bing as in to remain bing <laughs> yeah yeah continue Le- remain bing in the, it's, it's, the United States of space it's a little known fact right but uh, back when uh, we first went sent spiggles spignals spignals into space yeah uh, we sent some data out there and uh, well, as it turns out Google was all like let's get our search engine into space and uh, you know, Microsoft were like, fuck you, we're going to send Bing into space first. <laughs> and that completely decimated this culture, let me tell you. They fucking love Bing. If you Bing it, you get it. Even, right? even though Bing in this vote does mean no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Bing means no. You type something in, you go Bing, and it goes no. No. It's a fun thing instead. <laughs> so they all decided to bounce rather than Bing. Yes. And 
Billy. Uh, so how did, uh, remind me, how did Trevor Truman uh, publicly announce this decision? He stood on the Senate floor of the United States of Space and he went, he flexed his guns yep. and he went, we up, bitches. Yes, he did indeed. Uh, triggering what? Uh, Article 66. Article 66. Starting the process of flexing. <laughs> Naturally. Now this is all being explained to us by the course, uh, by the course. aliens. Now, um, while this is happening, of course, you know, you know me, criminal overlord Al. I'm I'm just pickpocketing, you know, the little bit too. <laughs> all right, I'm not saying I was raised by a Fagin. Of course, I was born in Edinburgh. But you might ask, how can I be born in Edinburgh? But sound like a cockney? Well, I've acclimatised really well to the south. All right, bruv. So anyway, I'm pickpocketing everyone in this place, and they're like, "All right, mate, stop it. You're having a laugh." And I'm like, "You know what, geese? I'm having a laugh." So it's it's interesting that uh, the colloquialisms like you're having a laugh yeah. uh, translate almost directly between course, uh, Cockney course. and Swagili. No, no, <laughs> it's, it's 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 remarkable like that. So anyway, they're like, look, we want Earth to join. And I'm like, my dear God, thank you so much. And they're like, all right, all right, mate, all right. We just need proof that you guys deserve uh, to, to be... To join the United States of Space. You've got a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, Flex yeah. it. It's taken a little bit of a long yeah, time. It's a little bit now, of a dirty Now, ja- Jamie in the corner. Jamie in the corner. While well, I'm off pickpocketing, getting a little things from here and there. Jamie is looking very polite, but very, very confused. So, of course, they go to Jamie and they go, Guff, Guff, you look a bit confused. And Jamie's like, don't eat me. Please don't eat me. Dear God, don't eat me. And they're like, here's a pin, put it in your ear. And you're like, oh shit, i put this pin in my ear. And I'm like, wait, Jamie, that can be dangerous. And you do it anyway. I do it anyway. Uh, and suddenly I can understand so I can Of course. It was, uh, a, it was a uh, translator chip. Actually, actually. So they're like, look, we need proof you guys deserve to join the United States of Space. It's going to take a while. They've got lots of extensions on this flexit nonsense. Uh, can you or can you not uh, point us towards your greatest human? And Jamie goes... What, I'm still stealing. Got a little bag here. I fill up my bag with all this shit. Got got a supercomputer in there. Got got like a I really wish you'd, uh, you'd share some of this technology with the world. Nah, man. You're just hoarding it. Yeah, it's a good time, Gov. Uh, so anyway, Jamie's like, look, 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 look. clearly the greatest human being, of course, is uh, Tom Hanks. All right, and they go, great. Uh, is he uh, like a lawyer? No. Is, is did he get OJ off? No. <laughs> they, they saw OJ up there. They like the juice. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jamie was like, now nah, he's an actor, and they go, great. Let's go see his play in London right now, Piccadilly Circus. And what's that? Hey, hey, and they're like, nah, there's no theatres in Piccadilly Circus. Tom Hanks ain't there. Yeah, I mean, there is a, there is a theatre in Piccadilly Circus. Didn't know the that. Criterion Theatre. Never heard of Piccadilly Circus <laughs> in my life before. <laughs> so anyway, allegedly, uh, the aliens are like, oh, how can we see them? You go, well, you know what? We have this thing, bit weird, let me tell you what, they're called the movies. You heard of the talkies? These are the movies. That's right, moving pictures. You get that, Gov? And they're like, shit, man, blow my fucking mind. So you're like, look, we'll show you his movies. And then I'm like, Jamie, he's got some shit movies. And you're like, shit, he's got some shit movies. Give us a hot sec. We're going to watch every single one of his films. Make a bank full of the ones we want you to watch. Like an old DVD collection. We're going to take out the DVDs, put it in a nice protective sleeve and send it to you via uh, the Royal Mail. Not nationalised at this point. Of course, now it was what I'm talking about. Gov AA. And uh, then we'll see whether or not we deserve to be in space. So yeah, Gov, that's... Uh in the round and short of it, what we do in the show. Uh, remind me, though, there, there's one last thing uh, that they said All to right. us just before they left, yeah, uh, which yeah. was the stakes. The stakes are, uh, are playing. Oh, here. of course, of course. So we're, uh, you know, I'm hugging them. I'm hugging them, all giving hugs, all right? It's a really nice atmosphere, really nice atmosphere. And they go, just look, look, bruv. I'm like, yeah, bruv. And they're like, that was a weird change from Cotney, but sure. Uh, look, just to let you know, all right? To let you know, uh, if you fail, we blow up the planet. And everyone dies. And then they bounce. And then they bounce. Ah, uh, so yeah, I, re- I regret asking you to do that. Uh, one, one, one sec, I got a, I got a frog in my throat once. <laughs> oh my 
Yeah, no fucking shit, mate. Ah, yes. How uh, are you doing? Right. Jesus yes. Christ. Um, right. While well, you're getting some water to clear your uh, your Cockney throat away, um, yeah. So that's what we fucking do here. Jesus Christ. Get us back on track, Jamie. We uh, are just talking to myself now quite actively. Um, so every week we're reviewing a, a new Tom Hanks project. This week we're doing mm. Band of Brothers. Uh, obviously we are only doing his acting credits. He, this is on his IMDb uh, as an acting credit, yeah. although he also produced it. And every week we give a little bit of historical context for when it came out, yeah. give you a little bit of idea of what the world was like when mm. this came out. Uh, and then we give you a little bit of film context and behind the scenes, who's sure. in it, you know, sure. fun facts, etc. Oh, uh, before we go into it mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, describe uh, yep. the, the film or the TV show. So this week uh, you are historical context, yes. dear Alexander. Uh, so what can you tell me about uh, the year 2001? Please avoid the one thing. So there's one big thing that happened in 2001. He's, he's, please, please mention I, I wanna, anything I wanna, else. No, I, unfortunately, we need to describe the method we normally do for the research of the show. Uh, we we take the year or the date frame. We type in 2001 fun facts. Yeah. And the first things you get, Jamie. Actually, how how about you just type in 2001 fun facts? You're on a laptop now. Yep, I am. Type in 2001, 2001 fun facts. Just hit the first link and then just read us the first two lines, please. Uh, of any, one, any of, of these links of any of these links yeah uh, this is <laughs> quick facts from 2001 world changing events September 11th ter- terrorist attack in New York yeah. City um, look obviously I mentioned a lot of terrible things in the past uh, most of them before my lifetime I wasn't trying to make fun of them either I'm not going to try and make any jokes about 9-11 uh, if you're too young to remember it I mean, you will have heard of it since then. If you're old enough to remember it, you remember it better than I do. Uh, yeah, moving on. Yeah, Turns I, out, I, 2001 I, is a really depressing year. George yeah. Bush becomes president for the first time. George Bush gives massive tax t- t- tax cuts to rich people. All great. All great. Yeah, I have clicked on uh, four different links. And they and all give you the same fun them, facts. The first so fun let's facts some other single time. Fun facts, Jamie. Uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or as it's known in the UK, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's uh, Stone comes out. Hooray. Shrek. One, not even Shrek two or three, Jamie. Shrek one comes Shrek out. Shrek one was in two thousand and one. Yeah, you know what? Fucking hell, that's way. The musical Mamma Mia, uh, g- g- and comes on Broadway for the first time. Um, you're in town also comes on Broadway for the first time. I believe you're in town. Was I would have not thought that those two felt, two musicals came out in the same year. Um, I believe definitely Mamma Mia came out in the UK first. And I believe you're in town. I think it's an RSC show. I think like uh, the RSC does a surprising number of musicals. I think that's how they fund themselves for most of the time. Like, <laughs> because like, no one gets them once they change shows. I mean, shows. Like, Les Mis is an RSC show, yeah. which is very confusing. Yeah. Um, Matilda RSC show. The, uh, yes. Yeah. They just. I, I assume. You know what? They take a load of money from dodgy companies. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure that funds them the entire year. Anyway, um, the iPod One comes out. Guess how much it cost? The original generation iPod. Uh, in British pounds? So American dollars. In dollars? Because uh, that's what you have yeah. in front of you. Um, in my head. I'm going to go with $200. $399. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot of money. What, what, are you able to tell me what the capacity of the original iPod oh, was? Not the top of my head. I reckon it's several, like, 800 megabytes, maybe. Maybe two gigabytes, and it'll be low. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, it's five gigabytes. That's better that's, than that's I thought. That's more, more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Capable of holding a thousand songs. Yeah, uh, Hillary Clinton gets sworn into the Senate. Also oh. fun too. Uh, oh, very sadly, Tom Cruise and uh, Nicole Kidman get a divorce. Sad <laughs> for all. Uh, any other fun stuff not related to nine eleven? Not not that nine eleven. The very poor phrasing. Apologies. Um, oh, the Xbox came out. 
Yeah, it turns out really depressing here. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah that, no. Why do you think I was trying to talk for so long in a cockney accent? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I need another Just sip of water. Uh, well, save you a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about Band of Brothers now. For anyone who uh, has not listened to our early episodes, mm-hmm. where uh, Tom Hanks is in TV shows and he doesn't. We don't watch the whole TV show. No. We watch what they what Tom yeah. Hanks appears in. He appears in one episode, episode mm-hmm. five, so that's all we're going to fucking talk about. Also, uh, very specifically, uh, even if he doesn't appear the whole thing, we didn't watch the whole of Bosom Buddies. If, if you yes, really want, okay, yes, the fine. Con- if fine, you need the content, is, we'll go back and watch season two of Bosom Buddies. Yes, there is, there, is, God would- there is one blight on our Tom yeah, Hanks yeah. career, which is that we did not review the second season of Bosom Buddies because it would have killed us. Mm-hmm. We are very sorry. You know, there are so, there are so many listeners. yeah. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't know that? Uh, who did not listen to that episode? I, why, do you, why do you ruin us out? It's very specific. I love that fact. <laughs> it's just for the sole reason that um, we recorded the first episode in uh, October... Uh, not October, in the beginning of November. Actually, about a year anniversary now. Yep. Uh, 2018. And the second episode took many, many, yes, many yeah, yeah. months I think, later. Because I think I it was about three months. Yeah, because I... Hated bosom buddies with the yes, veterans. and it took you so long. Yeah, um, I really apologise for it. It's fine. We got here eventually. Yeah. Uh, so, Band of Brothers uh, is produced by Tom Hanks and Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg uh, as a sort of uh, continuation of uh, having worked together on uh, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, they sort of l- both of them are huge war lovers. Yeah. It tells a story of uh, war easy- lovers. War, I went with war lovers. That's interesting. War, war buffs, I guess. War yeah, buffs. History buffs. History buffs. Um, it tells the story of uh, Easy Company, uh, the 2nd Battalion, 506th Parachute Infantry Regiment of the 101st Airborne Division. Uh, they were people that, um, a division that landed, basically paratroopers, tells the, yeah. paratroopers that basically tells the whole yeah. story of the war from uh, landing in Normandy. They landed behind uh, enemy mind. lines, obviously as paratroopers do, uh, all the way through uh, mm. to the fall of Berlin. So it, yeah. it follows this one company, but essentially tells... Yeah the whole of America's um, involvement, involvement in, sure. in World War Two. I believe in Saving Private Ryan, they're Marines. Yes. And, but I believe Ryan is a paratrooper. But Ryan, Ryan himself is indeed a paratrooper. Uh, the title Band of Brothers is, of course, a reference. Do you know what it's a reference to? Shakespeare. Yes. Uh, we few, we marry few, we Band of Brothers, Henry V. Uh, yes. What's the name of the speech? Um, oh, it's St. Christmas Day. St. Crispin's Day, yes, from Henry V. Uh, from this day to the ending of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. Uh, it is that, based- does, that does give you, uh, just as a side thing, obviously Shakespeare, we're not doing a Shakespeare podcast. Maybe we should do a Shakespeare podcast. But that does give you chills. Like, it is, yes, it is yeah, a yeah. It's, it's great a fanta- speech. Yes, fantastic, fantastic speech. Um, it is based on a book of the same name which quotes uh, that passage. Yeah. Now the cast for this show is fucking insane. Oh, it's nuts! There are this is 2001 before most of these people are, are famous, famous, and so many of them go on to become famous. Uh, the main character is played by Damien Lewis uh, in his first really really big role, but also it includes uh, Ron Livingston, Donnie Wahlberg, Michael Fassbender, David Schwimmer. Obviously, this was during his Friends role, so he was oh. already famous. Yeah. Uh, but he takes a break from Friends to film like three episodes of this, which is crazy. Um, Stephen Graham, Tom Hardy, Simon Pegg, Colin Hanks, obviously, because yeah. Tom Hanks has to get Colin Hanks in everything uh, he makes. Uh, Dominic Cooper, Jimmy fucking Fallon is yeah, in Jim, this. That's weird. He appears in this episode, so we will... Uh, yeah, he's in this episode, dude, dude. I didn't notice Tom Hanks in this episode. Yeah, I, no, you could... I, 
I'll forgive you. We will, we'll, we will we'll, play we'll, a game we'll, of uh, Did You Spot Tom Hanks, which clearly you didn't. Um, I had to go back and watch a YouTube video for yes. someone to point me out where exactly. Um, yes, no, he, he is... <laughs> He's in so much little of this. Uh, but Jimmy Fallon, no, he uh, appears at the end, so we'll discuss that uh, sure. when we get to it. Uh, James McAvoy and Andrew Scott are all also in this. Yeah, um, priest. Yeah. Get on your knees! It's, it's an insane cast. Yeah. Um, the casting director even says that uh, people like Norman Reedus, Peter Sarsgaard and Jason Schwartzman were all considered for roles but didn't get them. Um, the cast was put through a 10-day boot camp uh, training 18 hours a day. Um, so it was a grueling, grueling preparation for this. And they cast still meets. Uh, obviously, I don't know how much of the cast. This mm. was just from um, a story from the casting director. But the cast still meets annually um, oh. on the anniversary of them reporting oh. uh, to boot camp. So it was said that that boot camp really formed this, uh, yeah. on what is a huge, huge ensemble cast, yeah. uh, together as, as a real Band of Brothers uh, and what makes their performances so good. Uh, it was the most expensive TV miniseries ever to be made at the time yeah. and would remain so until 2010 uh, when its spiritual sequel, uh, The Pacific, Pacific which yeah. was also produced by uh, Hanks and Spielberg, came out. Yeah. It had a budget of $125 million, which is 12.5 million per episode. Yeah. Completely unheard of for the time. That's Game of Thrones numbers yeah, yeah, today yeah. in like fucking 2019 numbers. So, fun facts about most expensive TV ever. Uh, most expensive pilot ever. I'm not sure this is still the case, but for a very long time was lost. Yes. Because uh, it involved the plane crash sequence and the crash plane. It was like a hundred. It was an insane amount of money. For yeah. The pilot. Uh, for a very long time, the most expensive TV show ever was Bloodlines from Netflix. Yes. Because Netflix bought the rights for that TV show outright, which meant that it can never be shown anywhere else. So even on Netflix, you, you occasionally be able, to, if you still go into an HMV, you might see like a House of Cards DVD. Yeah. Or if it goes on long enough, it could end up in syndication on uh, regular TV. And that's because the production studio will own the rights to that in yeah. perpetuity and they license it out to Netflix. Um, so that can happen with something like, uh, yeah, so for example, a show which we really like, American Vandal. Yes. Uh, which is made by CBS. Netflix cancelled making that show, but in theory, CBS could pick up that show again and do it somewhere else. Right? Yes. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it was incredible for the time. Sure. It was such a monumental series that the BBC paid the most it had ever paid yeah. for a show not produced by themselves. Yeah. Um, Seven million pounds. And the negotiations for this deal were monitored by Tony Blair, okay. the Prime Minister really? at the time, uh, who spoke personally to Spielberg. Yeah. That's like how like important this was seen uh, by the BBC. Uh, and uh, who, do, who do you think after it was... Um, aired in Britain it received uh, criticism from Nigel Farage Boris Johnson no uh, it was. it's a newspaper I'm looking for oh okay like The Guardian no The Telegraph no The, the Times o- no you got to go the other way my dude The Sun close News of the World no <laughs> The Daily Mail oh it, yeah, it yeah. Received- I, I, you know what I'm very proud of myself. I've blogged the years of the Daily Mail for my good. life. And so I drew criticism from the Daily Mail. What do you think they criticised this television show for? Uh, oh, uh, you know, not, not showing the victories of uh, the British. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the Daily Mail criticised it for its lack of British soldiers, quoting, an absolute disgrace and an insult to the millions of brave Britons who helped win the war. And despite the fact it is telling the story of one singular American company, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it uh, was nominated for 20 Emmys uh, and wins seven, yeah. including Outstanding Miniseries. Uh, veterans were heavily, heavily involved in the production, including actual members of Easy Company themselves, uh, who were used for interviews. We'll yes, get to, yeah. yes, we'll talk about that as we uh, go into 
it. Uh, so much so that veterans were shown previews of the shows before they were aired uh, and given rights of approval. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, th- th- I mean, there was an insane amount of research sure. that went into the show, but that I thought was a particularly uh, interesting point. Um, however, this show started quite successfully and was not that successful by the end. While it is still very heralded and critically uh, received, yeah. uh, two days after the premiere, uh, an aforementioned uh, terrible event happened, mm. and HBO immediately stopped marketing the series completely. Um, so while the first episode drew 10 million viewers, yeah. by the final episode, it was just half of that at 5 million viewers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, HBO after, after 9-11 were just like, we're not... We're not publicising this. We don't want to have a marketing campaign for this. Yeah. Despite having spent a shitload of money yeah. on the marketing campaign for this. The marketing budget was that's, about $15 million. That's interesting. You do see that a lot with stuff around 9 So, yes. for example, like, I think what ended up being the number one film for many weeks afterwards was... No, that's a lie. So Zoolander came out beforehand, but ended up bombing because of it. So yes. It's kind of disappointing. Biggest big on DVD. Whereas musicals like Mamma Mia do really well because it's a form of escapism. Yes, Meryl Streep always quotes that as the reason why she did the show was after 9-11, she was in New York and took her kids to go see Mummy and everyone had a really good time and it was a good way of forgetting about 9-11. So yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, it's interesting how that does play on the culture. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah. It, I mean, there's there's been many, many looks at this and by people who know a lot more yeah, about yeah, it yeah. than uh, we do, so look out for them. But um, yeah, the, the 9-11 really heavily affected media consumption yeah. uh, in America um, almost seen, uh, immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. For obvious I mean, reasons. Even shows like... Well, you see it in shows like 24, right? Like, yeah. Uh, how suddenly the kind of the idea shifts. Yeah. And something like Pacific is a lot harder to market because of how violent it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, final, uh, the sets for this are obviously ridiculous. Uh, it used the Hatfield Aerodrome as its uh, set for almost the entire show, which had an 1,100-acre backlot. So almost all of the sets were built on this one um, one area. They made one 12-acre village, which ended up representing 11 different towns in the show, uh, from England to Hotland to Belgium to Germany. Uh, they created this one village that was sort of distinct enough and had distinct enough areas that it could represent various different architectures Um, and then they also used local towns and they also did some um, shooting on location but most of it was done in this one area Uh, and I mean the sets are ridiculously incredible for this show Mm -hmm. Um, so that's everything uh, about the show we are reviewing uh, episode 5 which I cannot remember the title of off the top Crossroads 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 now uh, we haven't said this yet. I've seen this entire side TV yes. show before. You have not. No, um, so yeah, you're, I, what I'm more interested in is yeah. uh, hearing your thoughts sure. on this episode. Can I just say something? Yeah, I mean, it's, with all honesty, that was a really good. That was probably the best I think uh, uh, show context we've had oh, so far. So thank I, I, I you. Was really, thank you. Really good. I mean, I, I I very much like this TV yeah, show yeah. a lot, uh, and I also think it's. It, I mean, there's a lot to say about it. It's yes. a very interesting TV show. Um, so yeah, I, okay. in, as we go through the plot, yeah. <laughs> I'm more into. I, I will happily. I, to be fair, you can pick up the pieces. I yeah. can pick up the pieces a little bit. I haven't watched this TV show for sure. probably three, four years, so I might be able to pick up every sure. piece. But I'm interested to see your. Can, yeah. So yeah, we as as we've said, yeah. we don't watch anything else outside do of just this you episode. Remember from Earth to the Moon. Yes, I do remember from Earth to the Moon. Earth to the Moon began with old people talking about going to space. Yes. This began with old people talking about... Going to uh, France. Going to France. So yes, uh, every single episode of this starts with interviews with members of Easy Company and describing... were real members of Real members. Those aren't actors playing. And right. it's, and you can tell it in the performance. Yes, absolutely. It's exactly your criticism from Earth to the Moon yes. where you have 
um, fake people playing real people and the performances are shit. Yeah. These are real veterans giving... Yeah. I, I don't know how much they were... T- like, whether the sure. things were written well, for them or if, a, if they would just ask questions and then it they feels, filmed it around that, but it feels much more It feels real. documentary, um, which is nice. It's- however, this is also the show that uh, started HBO's uh, love of... Fucking long intro. Oh my god, it's it so is long. Legitimately, two, two and a half minutes until the actual episode. It goes every single like, dude, just throw some people's. Not everyone needs to be in the front credits, <laughs> yes. all right? Have you ever gone back to watch the movie Grease? No, which I has like a form, like a Bond level opening sequence, and yet it's just a cartoon. It's a really bad cartoon. Uh, this is not that. It's just images of the wall. Yeah, but it's just images of the wall with yeah, with unengaging, and it's not like the theme tune is catchy, and they don't have Pusha T singing mapping over the top of it. I like Succession, so who gives a crap? No, so yeah, full two and a half minutes, and then yeah. the show begins. What do we open on now? Uh, a man is running. A man is. Do I thought he's he throwing piss on someone. No, 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 no. Is Before that, a- that uh, we have uh, something that becomes the motif of the episode. Yeah. Uh, we oh, have Damien run- Lewis he, yes, running, running through a field. Uh, he with a bayonet. Co- with a bayonet. Goes over a crest of a hill. Yeah. There is a, a, a German... Uh, SS officer. A, uh, soldier. A, soldier. Kid. Looks young. Sure. Looks at Damien Lewis. And then he shoots him. Cut to black. Then Damien Lewis throws piss on another man. He's trying to wake up his fellow officer. He refuses to get up. He throws piss on him. Uh, Also, uh, if you don't know, I assume some of these characters we see later in this episode we know from previous episodes. Yes. So the um, structure is very confusing if you are just thrown in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was wondering how fucking confused you'd be. This is a big, big ensemble cast and like... But even, to be fair, and this is a slight criticism of the show, there are characters. So of those yeah. people I mentioned before, oh, just, like most of them are only in one or two episodes. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom, uh, <laughs> not Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is in one. Uh, uh, His voice is uh, in another one. Uh, and um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, like Tom Hardy who appears Colin in this episode Hanks, is only yeah, in two yeah. episodes. Colin Hanks only in two episodes. Andrew Scott only in one episode. Jimmy Fallon only in one yeah. episode. So it is sometimes difficult to track, but you get a decent sense sure. of who the main characters I, I are. Feel you Lewis do is, not. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I Damien Lewis, is the, Damien Lewis is the main character. Which is useful because this a lot of the episodes the also Lewis. focus on sort of one character's story, yeah, and, this, and is, this focuses on Damien Lewis's sure. story. So it's, it's helpful for you. Damien Lewis... Uh, they're both being called into headquarters, wherever the headquarters is. Um, they go in, uh, and uh, I think they're I think they're discussing the fallout of Operation Market Garden. I think that didn't go very well. Yeah, they're working with Easy Company. Uh, Damon Lewis is standing there, kind of awkwardly, and he's being told to write up the report. Write up the report, and then he goes off to write the report. He goes, goes off to write the report, and what we get is a juxtaposition of him writing the report uh, and reacting to clearly remembering the event, as sure. well as a visualization of the events. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what are the events you ask? Why? Let's go through them now so we can reference back to them, I guess, for the rest yes, of the Yes, well, yeah. Um, They're sent off to uh, effectively one of their. Uh, one of their men comes back injured. Uh, they, he's uh, walked uh, walked in on a big platoon of uh, Germans. Uh, Germans without knowing they were there. They're told where they are. Yes. So the entire platoon uh, goes out there um, and is told to eliminate yeah. this. Uh, this. Damien Lewis and we see it from the outset very good at tactics right yes. he, he's like look we're going to split, split our platoon off into three different uh, divisions one is going to go to the left take off with ten men one is going to go to the right take ten men I'm going to take ten men we'll go down the middle I'll give the signal I think and then you charge effectively right? Uh, well before they charge uh, when they actually get there they 
find a they are waiting and they yeah. can hear uh, shots yeah. and they're like what the hell is going yeah. on who are they shooting at they, are they giving away their position they, they shoot the, a few of the sure, uh, soldiers yeah. before hunkering down yeah yeah I, I believe they thought the Germans were in full retreat. The Germans instead took this area, right? Yes. So they, they've kind of um, set up a... So they hunker down. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, uh, they say they're waiting for uh, reinforcements. Yeah. And Damien Lewis is like, look, we don't have time for, for reinforcements. reinforcements. we got to go. This is when he says, as he says, you go off in these ways. I'm going to charge first. I'm going to throw a smoke grenade. Once and then we'll sm- charge. Yeah. Once, once smoke goes off, we'll charge. Damien Lewis charges the smoke. By himself. Just by himself. One man just- Charging <laughs> in what again? I was kind of confused by it. it is just one man by himself running. Yes, um, well, I, from the SS visual officer. storytelling, it's um, sort of hinted that the smoke doesn't go off as quickly he as it's supposed have. to. So he, should, uh, so he should have supports closer behind him, but he doesn't. He gets there. We see this shot that we've seen from before. He shoots the. He shoots uh, young SS. the young. Um, He's definitely young, the SS. Young SS uh, soldier sort of hesitates before he does that and then starts shooting a bunch loads more soldiers. Bunch of other soldiers catch up to him um, and they start laying into a bunch of these Germans. The Germans start fleeing. They're all, they're caught off guard. Mm. A whole nother platoon comes over the hill uh, of German soldiers. They're like, what the hell is going on? But they keep on shooting Mm. um, and essentially wipe out most of this platoon. I believe they lose. uh, So Demi Lewis's troop lose uh, Uh, one one, man, one man and 22 odd wounded. Yeah. Um, There's a conversation between uh, Ron Livingston and Damien Lewis where they're like, hey, Ron Livingston's Damien Lewis is like, hey, well done. Uh, And, you know, did you lose anyone? He says one man uh, and 22 wounded. And he goes, well, I mean, there's probably 50 dead uh, Germans there. There's there's another 80 that have fled. There's another uh, 15 we've got captured. Um, That's not that's not bad trading off. And I think they, they darkly like name him, name the soldier that they've lost. Uh, That's not bad for one. Richard, or whatever his name is. Uh, It's pretty dark. Um, And it's clear that in the writing of uh, the letter and in that moment, Damien Lewis, that's that's the struggle of this episode for Damien Lewis. The idea of the things that you sacrifice in war and what is worth. And constantly we have throughout the episode him going back and remembering shooting that one kid. Can I ask, and again, I know you haven't watched it for a few years, is it... So obviously, uh, I'm going to skip a little bit ahead and we'll come back to yep. the scene. He becomes uh, in the executive, right? He, yeah, in the executive. He's promoted up. In previous episodes in the season, is he already in the executive? How far back is this from the rest of the show? Uh, this flashback. Uh, so, uh, no, so it's after he's already the leader of like his of small easy, squadron yeah, of Easy Company. Of, yeah. um, and that's where he's been since the beginning of the show. Sure. Um, the, it's not a huge flashback. Like, he is promoted because of this successful operation. Right, and then he, he, is, pro- yeah. he is promoted to the executive. Sure, that makes more sense. Um, I, was, I was just confused as to whether or not, like, for the entire show, he's been in the executive. And no, then- no, no. So, for the, entire, for the entire show, what you've seen of Damien Lewis's journey is, like, no, he's a real fucking good tactician yeah. and a real good morale leader of yeah. these men and a real good... And- uh, yeah. military so let's go let's men. go back to uh, them having taken the German kind of dugouts um, but effectively yeah he's on that there's a one of the kind of um, members is being uh, real nasty to the SS which yep. you know fair but Damien Lewis goes up to him he says alright you're wounded he's got uh, I think he kind of got a grazed neck he's like right you go back and the guy's like alright you Germans get him and he's like alright give me your gun takes his gun leaves him with one bullet and it's like if you try and shoot them you've only got one bullet they will just maul you to death yeah. um, 
So don't. Yes. You know, clearly setting up, at least for me, Danny Lewis, morally not a bad guy. Yes, right? yes. Like, I mean, we, we've seen this with Tom Hanks' character in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Uh, the, the theme of this is yeah. we have a morally righteous yeah. captain but who he, does even, the right thing. Here's the thing. Even in Saving Private Ryan, there is a bit where uh, Tom Hanks has a dark night to the soul, right? Like, yeah. he for a while makes it look like he's going to make these two people dig their own graves and then shoot them. Yeah. Um, and Damien Lewis... While he has other issues in the thing, he, he's he's clearly not that guy, right? He, no. he, he's not been pushed to that point yet. No. Um, yeah, they, they go back. Uh, uh, the next sentence is, yeah, he's been promoted, promoted to the executive, and so he's occasionally visited by um, the people who yes. have previously been a, a part of his company. One of whom has been, I think, promoted to his old yes. rank. Yes, um, and he's getting a little bit of shit. Being like, oh, you've you've got a fucking... What's what's the name that he gives his little it's an helper? Odd, it's an odd body, but it, it's... Um, I can't remember the he, he, He's got an assistant now, yeah. and they're like, oh, you've got an assistant? Oh, does he make you bacon sandwiches? Yeah. Oh. I want a bacon being, sandwich. Being, is being mocked for no to longer be being... Fair, I would want a bacon yeah. sandwich. Being mocked for no longer being at the front yeah. line, essentially. I, he kind of sets up this tension when he has the conversation where he's promoted, where it's basically, he's told, look, none of the people in charge really have a... They're all quite new, and they don't have a good grasp on how to work well with the people they're under. I need you to go train them and make sure they're doing well later in the episode they're going to talk about the fact that like currently it's basically just the NCOs who are which are non-commissioned officers um NCOs they'd be NCOs yeah the NCs non-commissions um who are kind of holding Easy Squadron together um is he commissioned you know is he an officer officer or is he just oh mate I I don't know enough about military to know that basically the generals in charge and the people who are in charge like one of whom you know is meant to be in they're all not there they're all absent and the ones who are there don't have respect to the men he does have respect to the men so they need him in the executive to make sure stuff gets sorted out fine um he so goes he, on a walk with a mate is that later on the episode yes oh uh, um, they go rescue the British yes so they go rescue the British and he doesn't get to go he doesn't get to go he's no longer on the front line so we see uh, them go out and rescue a British squadron about 300 um, men um, 150 men or something yes uh, about 150 men did you uh, catch what the um, like password call sign is no what is it uh, one of them whispers Lester no, yes uh, yeah, yeah. From, from the forest comes Square, and then out come a shitload of British men. Um, and uh, so once they're saved, uh, we cut to um, clearly back. Uh, they've got them back to uh, behind enemy lines at, sure. at like an encampment, yeah. and they're all celebrating. Yeah, Kurahei. did you spot? No, did you spot Tom Hanks? No. Let me let me tell you one, and we'll go into this more when we talk about the actual judgments. But dear, if you thought that us talking for like an hour. <laughs> about streets of Philadelphia was unjustified relative to the um, the length of the thing I had to watch he is in so much more of the streets of Philadelphia than he's in this yeah. so this is an hour long TV show uh, he is on screen for about three seconds oh and uh, he's not in the forefront he's not in the forefront he's, so he's one of the British soldiers like in the background going how do they and, know that and, he's and, he's, and he's not even like like face forward he's face forward for half a second and then he like buries his head behind someone else that's the entire and it's genuinely on screen for right, one shot about three seconds let's talk about that more later <laughs> so yeah they saved the British um essentially uh Damien Lewis is told you need a fucking break like you you're working too hard you're working too hard he gets his letter in he hands it in and they're like why did it take you so fucking long and he did so what, what I uh, will sort of come back to is what I really like about this is 
Damien Lewis's journey and struggle in this is never explicitly said. Yeah. He doesn't have a conversation about it. No. It's all just Damien yeah. Lewis struggling with this and it's all facial acting and it's all reactions to things, which is really, really nice. So yeah, he hands in the letter and they're like, why the fuck did it take you so long? He goes off to Paris. He, he gets has- given a 48 hour pass to go to Paris. I, I don't know. They obviously in the Ardennes, I don't, I'm not sure where exactly they are right now, but where they were. Uh, he has a mate, I assume he's in the rest of the show, who's a bit of a r- r- troublemaker. Yeah. Come um, and give him a letter from one of their friends who got shot. Yes. Um, I'm not quite sure how he got injured, but he got injured. Yeah. Um, that's all fine. Oh, yeah. no, he's the, he's the friend who, I think before that, there's the guy who gets, I think there is, um, he's out walking with someone at oh, night. Oh, yes, he's walking with someone at night. Uh, gets, and he get the other guy fire. gets shot. Friendly fired. Uh because someone confuses them um, As, yeah. uh, for, for someone else. They inject him yeah. with a uh, shit full of morphine. Yeah, and a doctor really tells them off. being like, what the fuck? A, you don't know how much morphine you gave him. Also, you're fairly sure you gave him way too much fucking morphine. You guys fucking suck. Um, uh, so yeah, the doctor's not happy with him. Uh, so that's before he goes off to Paris. Comes back from Paris. Finds out about... Um, has not a great time in Paris. Has a... Clearly, in the, I think what is the strongest bit... Not strongest bit. Visually, it explains maybe a bit of a journey. Is like... He's on the metro in Paris, and he starts having flashbacks to the to shooting, uh, shooting this kid, yeah, and uh, this operation. Clearly suffering from PTSD yeah. or, or traumatic stress. Um, you know, he kind of he, he kind of phases out a bit, uh, and then gets called back. They they all get called back. There were many other characters there. I assume they're in the rest of the show. I'm not sure. They get called uh, back to uh, go at AIDS. Kind of the the tenth, I think it's the tenth, maybe it's the fifth. Basically, someone, yeah, yeah, they have broken through, but they've been stranded. Yeah, Uh, and the Panzers have um, basically surrounded them in the yeah. So they uh, they need to go out there and rescue them. Yeah, they Um, have no ammo. They have no. Yes, so this is sort of the bit where it's reminded. Oh, Damien, we need Damien Lewis back on the front lines because they're about to do it, and Damien Lewis is saying to one of the other officers. Well, have you have you checked how much fucking ammo they've got? They've got no fucking ammo. They've got no fucking uh, warm clothes. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, and it's sort of realised... Especially because the guy comes back and he's like, can you believe one of our generals is still over in Britain at this wedding? And he's like, well, before you complain about that, have you done any of this stuff we need to make sure we see? Yeah. Uh, so we start to see some of the company, like, scrounge for ammo. They're trying to get ammo. They, they, like, see men coming out from clearly this conflict. They are severely heavily injured. Yeah. They're a little bit scared, but they're also like, fucking, any ammo you got, any grenades, fucking give us anything. Um, it is at this point that Jimmy Fallon turns up. Is Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon is the guy in the car that gives them a bunch of ammo. You wouldn't actually necessarily recognise him. He's got a, a short buzz cut, um, yeah. and he, he's doing a decent acting job. Makes me forget the fact that Jimmy Fallon, for a long time before he was a shitty host, uh, and after he was on SNL, or maybe during his in SNL, um... Yep, was an actor, yeah. was in movies and stuff. Yeah, um, so yeah, he's... Better uh, that than he's a hosting Yeah, he, um, he has managed to scrounge from a local town uh, a bunch of ammo for them. So they've got ammo, but they haven't got any um, socks. socks. They haven't got... Like, they, there's a fun little thing about, like, them needing four pairs of socks for, like, their hands, their feet, their, their balls. Their, uh, and their something neck. in their balls. Their neck, their neck and their balls. balls. Um, and then... Their, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so... Um, yeah, it's and they're, they're explaining that to a new soldier that's joined their company that's like clearly quite green, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it's a nice dichotomy of like these guys who have been in the uh-huh. world for a long time and and their experience. Um, and we also get my probably my favorite line from the entire show, and definitely my favorite line uh, from this episode because uh, it's so cheesy, but I love it. Um, Jimmy Fallon just goes, "I mean, it's it's like real fucking shit out there. You'll look like you'll be surrounded." And Damien Lewis goes, "We're paratroopers." 
we're supposed to be surrounded. It's a good line. And that's the last fucking line of the episode. Yeah, and we then he, kind of, he walks off. He looks around, <coughs> he kind of walks off with the other guys. Yeah. And I think, again... I'm, 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 this is a setup for the next episode, yes, clearly. I feel it's... Do you know where they're going? No. Battle of the Bulge. Oh! So the next episode is the Battle of the Bulge. It's a that's one... A- very yeah, it's one of the best episodes of the series. Sure. Um, Battle of the Bulge, very famous, if I'm correct, uh, is in COD One in a very famous scene where you either start, I believe the Russians in the Battle of the Bulge either start with uh, ammo or with a gun, but they did not have both. They were meant to take the weapon or the ammo from uh, the corpse of their fellow soldiers. Jesus, I think that's Battle of the Bulge. That might be something. Um, so that's uh, so yeah. Then they're, as they're walking away, to and um, we're sort of given an idea that these guys are walking away to yeah. not quite certain death, but a really but fucking close. shit yeah, situation. Yeah. And obviously, this being the middle of a, it's it's a setup for the next episode. Yeah. Now, uh, right. before we get on uh, to reviewing, uh, giving our score and giving our uh-huh. general uh, assessments, yeah, um, Alexander, yeah, I have watched two episodes of this sure. show. You have watched one. Uh-huh. Uh, that is because when I checked IMDb, yes, uh, it said on IMDb uh-huh. that he was in two episodes. Sure, uh, which and, I, to be fair, I think I remember. And you, you are fairly sure you remember this. And when you checked IMDb, he was only in one. Yeah. Now, I would like to re- I would like to explain this sure. by reading you an email. Okay. That I wrote. Yeah. To IMDb. Yes. Hi there. My name is Jamie. And I'm the co-host of Hank's Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. <laughs> we have reached Tom Hanks' credit on Band of Brothers. He is on IMDb as uncredited in two episodes, episode five and episode nine. Yeah. While I've been able to find him in episode five, though he was very much trying to hide the sneaky devil... There appears to be no trace of him in episode nine. Oh my god! I have scoured the entire episode no. and been unable to find a single frame of our dear Tom Hanks. Having googled, I have found no other references to his appearance in this episode. The closest I have found is a Reddit thread linking this video, and then I put the link to the video, claiming he appears at zero zero twenty seconds. However, if you study this screenshot of said video, attached a screenshot of the video, this man, while showing a passing resemblance of Hanks, is clearly much older and much more haggard than Tom Hanks in 2001. This is not the first time we have come across an issue with Tom Hanks' entries on his IMDb. His credit for the Bruce Springsteen music video Streets of Philadelphia is frankly farcical, as it contains merely four (laughs) seconds of shots from the film Philadelphia, for which he has already received an IMDb credit. (laughs) However, I have to concede that he does, in fact, appear on screen in that video, which he most certainly does not in episode nine. If IMDb is starting to stretch its definitions of a credit to three second scenes in which a man with a passing resemblance of the actor appears, then it would make reviewing Tom Hanks' entire IMDb a much more Herculean task. Thus, on behalf of the entire Hanks Bank team, we sincerely request, in the protection of podcast nerds everywhere, that you remove the credit of Tom Hanks on Tom Hanks' entire IMDb for season one, episode nine of Band of Brothers, entitled Why We Fight. Oh my god! Many T. Hanks, oh. Jamie. Alexander, I got uh, Tom Hanks' IMDb changed! I got his IMDb chance. I sent that email at midnight last oh night. Oh my god! And as you can tell, 
I just wrote a bunch of fucking jokes oh in it. Oh, my God. I put, a, <laughs> I put a bunch of jokes in it because I wanted to read it on the podcast. I didn't expect it to affect actual change. And then you messaged me today being like, it's only one episode, right? And I was like, you fuck. I've got a real fun yeah. bit to do. It's two episodes. And then you sent me a screenshot saying one episode. <laughs> and I freaked the fuck out. I skyped my girlfriend immediately <laughs> to be like, oh, my God. God, I changed Tom Hanks's IMDb. Alexander, I cannot believe this. Can we this. check if he's still in the streets of Philadelphia? Or I have checked. He's Unfortunately, he still is in the streets of Philadelphia. We should be checking out that. But I literally, it was within about uh, probably 14 hours. He on was, Thanksgiving, Jamie. On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. He was the, <laughs> This is I the got, single greatest. This is the best thing that's ever that happened. Has ever been in this podcast. Can I wait one second? James, please be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alexander is now stood to attention clapping me. Oh, thank you. I, I I agree. It is truly well deserved. I genuinely think it's like so yeah, he <laughs> He was he was credited. He was genuinely on IMDb credited in episode nine. And I just, I got so infuriated that I couldn't find him anywhere. And I mean, bless us. It means we don't have to talk about another episode of oh, Band of God. Brothers. Because I did not watch that no, episode. No, you did not. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm shook. I was shook to my core when I found out. And the, the, you know, this, this silly yeah. show, we, we've joked about this show, that it's a dumb little show, you know, it's doing better than we expected, that's great, but we never expect, expected it to have any real, real consequences, and I personally have managed to correct the IMDb of it's, one of America's greatest stars. It's, uh, you know what, you know what. Before this podcast began, Jamie told me two things. One, he wanted to start the show, I was fine with that, you know, I'm, I'm a generous host. Two, he was going to do something very specific, and I was not to interrupt him. Yes. And I didn't. Yes. It was so fucking worth it. Thank you. Thank you very much. So uh, that is why, if anyone had been looking ahead and seen that he was gone two credits, that's why we're only reviewing one. Um, Yeah, yeah. Now if you're looking ahead... Tell us what else Jesus we should Christ. remove from Tom Hanks' IMDb. Yes. We have a power now. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm going to get drunk with power. I'm going to remove all the things I don't want to watch. I'm <laughs> just going to claim he's not in them. Um, so, yeah, oh, recovering from that, let's talk about this episode. Do you think someone has to go watch that episode to confirm <laughs> that he's not in it? Because I don't know. I assume, I, I assume I, he I, has to be somewhere either really, really, really deep in the background and not really view because he's not he's not visible at all. He's not. he's not credited anyway. So unless he's visible, he should not be credited. No, no. I I I really looked at that episode, and it was the fact that you just couldn't find it anywhere on Google, yeah. except for this one video where someone thought it was him, and it just it just kind of looked like sure. him. And it's clearly not him. I think it's clearly just that video. Someone thought it was him, put it on his IMDb, and it's just not him. What are you gonna do if we one day get Tom Hanks on this show again? I'm going my dream. I'm going to say. Thank me. Yeah. Thank me, you cunt. What I'm going to be is like, do you have an hour for us to watch this episode? Can you please point out? Point to, yeah, are you in this episode? Right. All uh, right. So we've... God, it's been worth it. <laughs> we've move on. Um, let's talk about this episode. Um, obviously, we're going to have very different experiences to this because yeah. I've seen the show and you haven't. So what, what what were your thoughts on this episode, taking it entirely in isolation? Sure. Um, so for new listeners, uh, we reviewed oh, yes, the show on uh, four things. 
Uh, one is how good is this thing? So that's just uh, irrespective of Tom Hanks, which obviously this is the case. How good is the thing? Two, uh, how good is Tom Hanks in this thing? <laughs> Three, the Tom Hanks dick meter. How much of a dick is Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks in this film? Four, the Hanks bang. Whether or not Whether it goes in So first of all, we have to talk about the... Uh, the project itself, which sure. uh, we'll get onto the ridiculousness yeah. that we're reviewing and this as a Tom Hanks project in the next two things, but just general well, assessments. Well, Jamie, well, look, uh, again, I would never have thought the music video for Streets of Philadelphia... And Crossroads, the episode of Band of Brothers, would have anything in common. But let me tell you what, it is distracting for a man who is here solely for Tom Hanks to wait there. It's like you're really close to coming, but you're never nuts. Alright? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I had to go afterwards to find him, and that is so unsatisfying. I am sure David Lewis gives a good performance. I am sure Jimmy Fallon deserved that Emmy he got for this. He didn't get Jamie Oliver. But you know what? I can't hold it back. My rage. (laughs) My impotent rage at this. I am sorry. Impotent because you didn't come. (laughs) I I couldn't, Jamie. (laughs) I thought I didn't want to. I wanted to hang spank it. (laughs) But I couldn't. Look, I get that realistically it's probably like a four. But at the same time, because of my rage, zero. Oh my god, this is so upsetting. Right, well, much like Alyssa had to defend You've Got Mail, I have to be here to defend Band of Brothers. Um, Can I say, this episode is directed by Tom Hanks. Yes, sorry, we never fucking mentioned that. Yeah, this is he directs only one episode, he directs yeah. this episode. Um, which is why he's fucking in it, because he puts himself in everything he fucking directs. Um, this show is really fucking good. I, I'll, I'm sure. We've talked about this episode. This episode, uh, I don't think is one of the best. I think it is a good episode, and I think it's a good episode to show what I really like about this show, mm-hmm. uh, which are twofold. Uh, and it takes it takes exactly what was very good about Saving Private Ryan and takes it makes it a million times better, which is it shows battles and wartime tactics really, really well. Way better than anything I've ever seen uh, done before. We've obviously seen that in um, Saving Private Ryan with things like the um, uh, the Invasion of Normandy. Just an incredible representation of an incredibly uh, harrowing mm-hmm. scene. Um, and uh, this, this episode shows that to a small extent uh, with the uh, capturing of the uh, German... Um, uh, German battalion whatever you want to call them uh, but there are other episodes which show it way better that, that there is there are full episodes dedicated to one singular battle uh, which are just incredible and it's fantastic filmmaking and the other side of this is the delving into the human psyche in in wartime uh, we definitely see a lot of that in this episode uh, in that particular journey that Damien Lewis is going through struggling with this idea of just killing someone who's I think there's this, this particular stress on the fact it was someone who quite young mm-hmm. looked quite innocent yeah. and and this idea of trading lives and the show is is full of this um what I will say is we always recommend um whether you should go and watch this yeah. I think anyone should go and watch this I television should, show yeah I think you should watch, watch the show watch the full show don't I, just watch I'm don't do what Al watch, I'm now more tempted to watch the whole show <coughs> which you should be what, but watch, if I'm rating an episode garbage yes. um Watch the entire series. It's fantastic. What I will say is that episode nine, while potentially one of the best in the series, um, the second half of the episode represent uh, shows or depicts 
um, Easy Company discovering a concentration camp. Uh, And it is an extremely harrowing thing to watch. Uh, So even if you might, like, I know there are plenty of people who just don't like watching wartime things in general because it can be quite distressing to them. Uh, This is taken to the nth degree in that. Um, So I don't need to tell you whether you are one of the people who should avoid this show. So while I fully recommend this show to anyone... Take with fair warning that if you think you are one of the people that sure. might not enjoy it, accept that you will not be one of the people that will enjoy it. I am. I, I think I fit into that category very interesting. I, I'd, I'd say interestingly, in that if it's if I know it's a fictional representation of like horrible stuff, it it makes me very upset, but I can watch it. But watching archive footage, documentary footage of concentration camps does for me like I there was a I, I messaged the, uh, our group chat about this the uh, Netflix documentary The Monster Next Door. Um, I'd seen John Ronson tweet about it saying maybe he doesn't need quite so many images of dead Jews. And I was like, okay, well, sure, maybe, you know. And no, it's just piles and piles and yes. piles and piles, of course. Uh, um, it's I, I, I would say this this show uh, yeah. is the closest you'll get sure. to that feeling, to that feeling sure. in a fictionalised drama. So if you want Tough. to avoid it, feel fucking free. That sure. is your choice, and I uh, completely understand sure. why people would. Having said that, for what? those two reasons, I think this is a incredible incredible sure. um uh, show and i think anyone should watch it mm. and while i don't think this is the best episode purely just to defend this show mm. against your attacks of it i have to give it a five so let's fucking talk about tom <laughs> hanks's goddamn performance you know what jamie you know what it takes a goddamn nerve at least Quentin Tarantino puts himself in like a bigger role in the things he casts himself in while he's directing the episode. But to put yourself in that, I get it. You're not credited. Whatever. Yeah, God damn it. You shouldn't be credited for this garbage. I'm sorry, sir. I am sorry. Give me four unedited clear seconds of your face and I will give the five to your thing. I gave a five to goddamn uh, Streets of Philadelphia, the music video. Uh, no, you gave a five to the music video. Yeah. You gave a zero to his performance. Oh, oh, I will give a minus five to him here, sir. <laughs> this is god... I, I am... I Look, I love you, Tom Hanks, if you listen to this. Wow, you hate yourself. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But I, I do deeply love you despite all I say uh, to the contrary. Um, but why is this on your IMDb? If Jamie... If, if in all good faith, Jamie is a is a legal actor. He is a true neutral. He, he saw that certain injustice was out there and he corrected it he cannot take this off you are in this episode we know you're in this episode but if i could remove it from your imdb i would this is but there are other people who do tom hanks podcasts they suck but <laughs> they don't actually suck i guess i haven't listened to their shows but i the thing that they have had to sit through two episodes before now of banner brothers in which he's in about half a second in the background you can't even see his face and then there's a tom hanks impersonator in the other one exactly that is abysmal all right all right so your performance in this sir you didn't even perform you gave him a minus five minus five i cannot in good faith give him a minus five i'll give him a zero because i don't think he is acting (laughs) i don't think he's necessarily doing any bad acting i think he's actively not acting he was just like i just want my face to be on screen for half a second this is no but here's the thing i don't think he's acting but this makes me think less of him as an actor overall (laughs) ah and the tom hanks dick meter What's the highest I've ever given him? Uh, seven in uh, Green Mart. Uh, oh, yeah, seven for, in Green for, Mart. For murdering people, yes. right? Yes, seven. <laughs> you look at him as seven. 
You made me watch it. I had to pay £2.49 to watch this. And I, okay, yeah, I didn't steal it. I, put, I had to pay money to see half a second of your face. And look, it's And you fine. didn't even I, see that in that thing no, that you paid. No, I should pay for all, but I was watching it on a tiny phone. There was no way in hell that I was going to be able to see your face, sir. Look, I love you, Tom Hanks. But I'm the one who suggested we should do this about you. I think you will save humanity. But you have done this to me, sir. So that character, I assume, has committed multitudes of war crimes. Because otherwise, garbage. I am sorry, sir. Seven, it's you and the Green Mile at its worst. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to give him another zero. Uh, yeah, we have, we have, I think he's the most true neutral we have ever seen in a character. As we do, <laughs> not, we do not see him do anything. Um, so, uh, is this going in your hands, bank? <laughs> Is it going in my fucking hands, bank? No! You could watch Saving Private Ryan instead! You could, I don't know, take a small scalpel, take off one layer of skin from your finger, and that'd be more relevant to Tom Hanks' RDB than this is. I am sorry, sir. No! No! Uh, yeah, this is going. No! In, this is going in my hands, right? Because I really like this show. Yeah. I think it's a really good show, and I think we should share it to the aliens, and then we'll, and then we can have a big Explain. laugh, and we can have a big laugh going. Look, there he is! There he is! By the way, did you know that I got some? Look, I'll tell you the other episode. It's not in this one. I got it removed. Um, so yeah, yeah, this is going in my IMDb. Now, when uh, something, uh, this is not going in my IMDb, this is going in my Hanks Bank. Uh, now, when something doesn't go in uh, one of our Hanks Banks, you have to decide what is going to save humanity mm-hmm. this week. If you're not going to present them, uh, Band of Brothers, what are you going to show to the dear aliens this week to save humanity? So, uh, you know, we joke about this a lot. Um, you know, we haven't even joked about this episode. Uh, w- we talk a lot about the O.J. Simpson trial. Do we? Yeah, well, quite often. We reference it at least three times. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so as, as, as running bits go in the show, O.J. Yeah. Simpson is apparently one of them. Uh, very sorry to his uh, murdered wife. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. Uh, so this week, what I think is going to save humanity is orange juice. Um, <laughs> it's a really good breakfast drink. And you know what? I'm sorry you made jokes about juice, orange juice. Uh, you're tasty, you're sugary, I don't like you as pulp, but hey, some people do. That's cool, you know? Do I want to eat a normal orange unless I'm playing a sport? No. Do I play a sport? No. But do I want a nice sugary snack for my breakfast? Yeah! Orange juice, man! It's great! Drink it! Amazing. Right. Uh, so, of course, you can always follow us at HanksBankPod, at Jamie Pete Loxton, at Al underscore C's underscore stuff. Murder is also not funny. Apologies to the murder. Again, probably apologies to the murder. Right. The, the, yeah. Anyway. Um, not, yeah. Bring it back made... to that. Thanks. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, um, how is this hole? How can I dig out of it? <laughs> um, uh, you can also uh, rate and review us on yeah. Apple Podcasts, do all those good things. Just tell your friends if you like the show. Just tell one no, person. Jamie, tell one person. Steal their phones. Steal Why their tell phone? one? or ten people you could do that I guess but is that effective of becoming a, one of my capos in my crime syndicate of phone stealing and downloading this podcast guys it is working that is the important that's why I'm being driven out of this country into Canada it's very specifically because I'm too good at this I'm too good at getting you to activate other members of the bankers that's <laughs> stop calling it bankers sorry you need to go do it 
And you can do it now. Otherwise, Jamie's just going to start adding random shit to Tom Hanks' IMDb to, to like extend this podcast. I have more. too much power. That's true. Now, um, quick announcement for uh, next week's episode. Uh, last week, we announced that uh, Dear Alexander is uh, moving to Canada yeah, and then traveling across Canada for uh, two months. Sure. And so just we were going to do two more episodes uh-huh. and then do ten minisodes before uh-huh. returning. Uh-huh. Uh, in that, we said we would do Band of Brothers mm-hmm. and then Road to Perdition. Uh, that is no longer what we're going to be doing. Next week, uh, you may have noticed, uh, is Christmas Eve. So we thought, why Tom Hanks has a Christmas pod, uh, film. Why not review that? So next week, we are going to be doing Polar Express. It's going to be our fun Christmas yeah. episode. Here's my pitch. I still think we should review it again once we get to it in the proper chronologically of Tom Hanks. All I'm going to suggest, I, I'm throwing it out okay, there. Okay, we'll, we'll address we'll that twice. in four fucking months' time. Sure. Um, yeah, so we're going to be running Polar Express for a special Christmas episode yeah. next week. We'll uh, be so please do tune in. It will be our last episode before we go into our mini-sodes, uh, which will be great fun, yeah. but it will be our last full-length episode you, for quite a do while. Do you like mince pies? Do I like mince pies? Ah, oh, I can eat mince pies. Do you like mulled wine? No. Do you? What Christmassy things do you like? That I Christmas eat? jumpers. I'm going to be wearing a Christmas jumper next episode. I've got I can one. promise that. I can wear that. Um, yeah, we'll be loose. We're, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll be loose. We'll be having a fun Christmas episode. It'll be great fun. Uh, if you're trying to. Um, Avoid your family for about an hour or yeah. maybe two, uh, depending on how long we go for. Uh, give us a listen. It's coming out on Christmas Eve next week. Uh, other than that, <laughs> oh fuck! Do we need? Oh, normally we need some sort of joke to go out on. Um, uh, fuck you, Tom Hanks. You know what you <laughs> did, and I am not okay with that. And you know what? I am gonna go up to those big wigs in IMDb and have them strike your entire page. That's right. You're cancelled. You are straight up. I'm cancelling Tom you Hanks. Cancel Tom Hanks quickly before he actually gets cancelled. I'm Jamie, and from my co-host out, that's one more ep in the bank. Hanks back.